Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. All right, all right, all right. This is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And as a special treat for you guys this week, we are getting ready for the 2019 NFL season. It's always a big deal at bumwinebob.com when football season is coming in full swing. Falls right around the corner. Don't forget to join the bumwinebob.com NFL Pick'em League if you haven't done so already. We'll do it really quick for you guys. We'll throw it out there. It's group ID 4615, password Bobcat2019 on Yahoo. Join the group. Have some fun. Pick some games. Who knows? Maybe you'll win a prize. Uh, you never know what might happen here. But to celebrate football and everything that's great to go along with it we have a special guest joining the show this week you guys know him every tuesday at bumwinebob.com he is the author of the crude experience he's a great friend of myself bumwinebob of all our podcast friends out there too he's been on the show many times before he is the one and only Captain Crude is here with us today. Crude, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Bob, how you been? It's been, what, about six months, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We rang in the new year together back in January, and now here we are in August, getting ready for football season. Uh, how you been? What's what's new with you? Uh, what's new with me? Yeah, same old shit. Uh, it's New Jersey. What really changes? Nothing really. No, you know? no. I mean, last time we talked, you know, we were probably freezing our balls off, and now today we're sweating <laughs> our balls off. So, uh, same shit, different day. It's just a different season to uh, <laughs> uh, to to en- enjoy. I'll say, uh, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Of of, yeah, I'm not a big fan of summertime. I like the fall. Uh, because of football, it's it's to me the best time of year. The weather cools down, the games come on, and the action starts for at least four months. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm a big fan of the the fall, and we're kind of hitting that that point right now where it's you know August is winding down. You know, I look outside; the leaves are starting to fall off, the trees starting to change colors. So you can kind of you feel that fall air coming in while you know. You know the the heat and humidity is still there right now. 
you know, one of these days we're going to wake up and it will be nice and cool and a, a beautiful fall day, a fall Sunday morning, ready for a day of football. So, I mean, I'm excited. I know, I know you are too. We have the crude NFL 2019 preview post at bumwinebob.com where crude has given his picks and his predictions for all 32 <laughs> NFL teams. So I hopefully you got a while. I mean, it's not the, nothing crazy. I mean, it's just pretty, you know, to the point because we know how people are these days, the attention span of uh, a lot of people. You kind of break it down quick and to the point as we get ready for the season. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. I mean, I, I, <clears throat> I've read somewhere that the normal circus act is seven and a half minutes because a child's attention span is about seven minutes. So it's the same premise when I'm writing something. I figure people have, you know, adolescent uh, minds, so I'm like, okay, make them short and sweet. So, like, doing the NFL thing every year, it's kind of tradition. Just write a couple lines about each team and uh, hint at who you think is going to take it all. So that's what I did this year. So Tuesday, I don't know what time you're putting it up, though. Yeah, it'll, it'll be out there. I think by the time uh, the podcast is out there for everybody to enjoy, the post will be live up on the website. So, you know, it, as Crude said, it is a, it's become a yearly tradition of the Crude prediction and picks for all the teams for the upcoming NFL season. And, you know, while there's always a lot of uh, controversy around the uh, the NFL and, you know, I like you, you always throw in your digs at uh, the commissioner uh, in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's such, a, he's such a, a piece of shit. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, this guy is totally in the bag with the more influential owners and it, it's just fuck Roger Goodell. You know, so that, that, that's just the way it is. I mean, he let the Patriots win the Super Bowl last year, you know. So. Yeah, so you know you're not getting any sugarcoating with crude when it no. comes to the... <laughs> I mean, you should know that pretty much just in general with all of his weekly posts, you know, never holding anything back. But especially when it comes to, you know, the NFL, um, that that's another... Uh, whole set of rules and uh, and circumstances but yeah, before not, we I mean before yeah. we get into the uh, the, the NFL and all the your um, predictions for the season I just wanted to ask you really quick I mean what have you been uh, what have you been drinking on these days I mean I know you're always drinking a wide variety I just wanted to kind of touch base with you and see where your palate I guess has been <laughs> in the, in the Actually, world these days Actually, it's it's something I caught off uh, your website or probably your podcast. It was one of your guests talking about um, Jim Beam and ginger ale. So I literally went out, was it last week, and bought a bottle of Jim Beam and then got some Polar ginger ale. It was a great mix. That's what yeah. I've been drinking today. That's why my throat's a little screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> you drink this stuff all day, it's like, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, after a while, yeah, when I was doing it, you know, I had, you know, just a little bit, you know, it was kind of like a little, you know, nice drink to relax and everything, but if you're drinking it all day, man, I give you uh, 
a lot of credit. But I know, I know you are. Your body is kind of uh, fine-tuned to the hard alcohol of the world, <laughs> so so you might have uh, a leg up on others uh, with that one. I had a beer, I think, like two weeks ago, and didn't even put a dent in me. I'm like, I can't drink this. It's like water, <laughs> you know? I'm like, I really can't because I got so used to drinking bourbons and whiskeys. And I'm like, God, I, it's not going to drink like four beers to catch a bus. I'm like, nah, let me have four shots of whiskey or something like that. And that, that's how I roll these days. Or some strong wine, you know, uh, like Portuguese port wine is really strong. Yeah, well, because, you know, we can't find many uh, classic bum wines out there anymore. So oh, I got, them of, in my, uh... I got them in my basement. I got, I think, about four more bottles. So yeah, well, I, but you, have to, you have to conserve them, though. That's the whole thing. And I got some left here, too. But, I mean, it's like you can't just crack them open on just, a, you know, a Friday night for no reason. It's like you got you to gotta save it. You got to conserve it for, you know, special occasions. <laughs> Yeah, I got one big green apple Cisco, and I have a blue raspberry to two seven fifties in my basement right now. Uh, one big night train, and I think that's it. That's the end of it. So that's <laughs> of yeah, the it, discontinued ones. That's, that's I, the... I know it's 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 sad, and I know I, it's like beating a you know a dead horse. You know, every single week, I think I say you know how much. You know, I'm upset about, you know, the the bum wines being, you know, discontinued and, you know, these new alternatives that are out there. And, I mean, I just cracked open this weekend the MD2020 yeah. cans that I was luckily able to have them sent up to me from uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, but, and, and while they weren't bad you know beverages it's it's not the it's not the same as the you know the classics and the MD2020 is one of the bum wines that's actually still out there and in production so it's not like the Night Train and Thunderbird and the Cisco you know that are kind of you know going to the wayside I mean it's yeah, just the I, it's just sad I was uh I was in AC I don't know a couple months ago and I went to Best Liquors, like I usually do, the place on Pacific. And uh, he's the guy who sells cans of Dark Horse uh, wine. Okay. And he was telling me that is like the hottest wine. And he, and he is a bum wine seller because I was asking about uh, the Wild Eye, the ginseng one. He told me he couldn't get it anymore. But he said the newest thing that everybody's buying is Dark Horse because it's coming in at 13% and it goes down real smooth and the bottle costs you like 650, you know? So it's kind of, you're paying a little bit more, you're not getting quite the buzz, but that's kind of like what the, we'll say to me, the kids are doing these days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than the, you know, the kids out there with their, uh, the hard seltzers, you know, that are the, the rage uh, <laughs> I mean I, I can imagine just knowing you you know I don't even have to ask you but I can assume what your thoughts are on the you know the hard seltzers and uh, you know that stuff that's being all the uh, the rage over the uh, <laughs> the last couple months you know what it is I don't like going to a bar and then having to take a piss every 10 minutes you know that's how I look at it because when you drink 
seltzer. It's you know, it's gonna make you piss. You gotta drink six of them to catch a buzz. Forget it. Yeah. That's not my deal. And MD on its own. I mean, you just you drink that whole thing. Yeah, you're gonna piss, but man, you got a real good buzz. It's because of all that sugar. And once you take that sugar element out of it, taking the buzz element out of it. That's how I look at it. Yeah, it's like the it's the perfect combination of the that sugar and the alcohol. It's just that perfect storm of everything. And that's kind of what I said from the the first time I had Night Train. It was just that they just I, I overcame this like adrenaline rush of the 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 sugar with it and the alcohol. Just kind of like it's like a it's literally like like a freight train, you know, going at you. And you're like, holy shit, this is awesome, you know, you're up, you know, so high, going crazy until you, you know, if you hit that wall and you drink a little bit too much, then you're going to have some uh, some problems <laughs> with it. But yeah, if you're you going to have your, If you know your, your limit and your stopping point, uh, you can have a, a really good night on, uh, on those fortified wines. Yeah, the thing with with binge drinking is your your stopping point is usually when you can't even puke anymore because you've already puked it all out and then you you pass out. So, but that's yeah. usually the stopping point. <laughs> I mean, for me, I mean, it's like yeah. I mean, I drank Cisco I don't know, a few months ago, and it was like, God damn, it's like I'm gonna miss this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's really bizarre, and if you've never had it, anybody listening's never had Cisco, and geez, they called it liquor crack for a reason. But man, it gave you, it gives you a buzz like nothing else I've ever experienced. To be honest, like I don't know what they put in there, but I got two bottles left, and I got to save them. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is a different type of drunk that you get from uh, from a Cisco or a. Well, yeah, the Cisco is the the absolute extreme, the the liquid crack, the you know they had to put the not a wine cooler on the <laughs> on the label just to you know tell people you know it might look like a wine cooler you know uh you know a four or five percent <laughs> uh, Barrels and James or something like that, but uh, this is the exact extreme opposite end of the spectrum with the Cisco of the world. Yeah, the thing is, the very first blog I did for your site was about me trying to trick an ex-girlfriend into <laughs> drinking the peach Cisco. And she wasn't buying it. You know, I poured it into uh, like a wine glass. I'm like, here, here's a new barefoot. You know, she wasn't going for it. <laughs> yeah. like, it was the very first one I ever wrote because I remember I did that. And I'm like, God, now I really regret, not, not regret, but I'm like, God, I can't do that anymore. I can't even get my hands on Peach Cisco. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can't You can't have fun with it like that to try to, you know, trick people into into drinking it because, you know, God forbid you pour it out and, you know, people don't want it. I mean, I know I had, like years ago, I had a friend of mine, like, pour out half a bottle of, of Cisco. I think it was the, I think it was the Green Apple. I think one night we were hanging out drinking. Ah. And it was um, it was room temperature. It had been sitting on the floor, you know, for months. And I decided to, you know, bring it out. I was probably already drunk, you know. Started passing around to everybody to say, here, you know, take a, you know, take a sip. And it got to one of my friends, and he just 
dumped out what was remaining in that bottle, just saying, you know, what, nobody should have to, you know, drink this stuff. And at the time, it was still readily available, so it was like, all right, you know, whatever, I'll go pick up another bottle tomorrow. But, but now, if you do that these days, man, whew, there's going to be uh, hell to pay. I know, I know. So if, if the Raiders hit the Super Bowl, you know what's going to be on ice at my place. You know, I have one <laughs> bottle of that green apple down in my basement. Exactly. So. That's what I said. You have to save it for the uh, the special occasion of uh, uh, of celebrating. <laughs> but you know, you brought up the the Raiders. I know the Raiders are are your team. I know there's been a lot of controversy. You know, with uh, Antonio Brown and a lot of uh, uh, extra curricular crap going on with people. How do you feel? How do you feel about the Raiders? You think they're going to overcome it? You think? Okay, with with Antonio Brown, what he's doing is he's creating stories. He's taking the heat off everything else. That's exactly what he's doing. He's giving writers something to write about. Uh, that bullshit about the helmet, that that's all bullshit. He'll switch helmets. You know, to make $20 million a year, you're going to switch your helmet. Yeah. That's all bullshit. <laughs> all right, so he's taking the heat off Derek Carr, and he's taking the heat off the rookies. So I like actually what he's doing. He will – he's going to receive for probably – he's probably going to catch about 90 passes for about 1,300 yards. He's not going to be like five years ago, but he'll do pretty good – uh, the Raiders on the whole do not have the defense to, to go anywhere as far as I know. Uh, I don't think any of the people they brought in are going to help them. So the Raiders this year, if they hit 500, I'm not, I'm not going to be happy, but I'd be very shocked if they made it to eight wins because they got to do five road games in a row Oof. starting week three, I believe. And one of those is in fucking London. I mean, who, who oh. makes the schedule? Oh, I know yeah. who makes the schedule. It's your Roger buddy. Goodell. Yeah, your buddy. Yeah. Your buddy. <laughs> but that, that's what I think of the Raiders. And I, I don't like saying they're not going to be good. But, man, I, you know, you give, you give like, who's a good team? It's probably going to be good to see, like, the Chiefs. You give the Chiefs that schedule, they'll be lucky to break 500. That's brutal. So, yeah, the Raiders, as long as, you know, there's progress, you know, Derek Carr is a good season, uh, they can build on that and then go to Vegas in 2020. So, Yeah, it's just want to just see the growth and the improvement, you know, to see, okay, you know, you got the pieces in place. I mean, maybe they surprise some people. I mean, I, I, mean, I know it was a couple years ago people were expecting, you know, big things from the Raiders. Oh, and they took a shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. 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 That was a heartbreak. I see. 2017. Yeah. Actually, the team, I, the team I like this year, and uh, people are going to think I'm a little weird, and it's all going to be pending the health of the quarterback is the Colts. Because Andrew Luck uh, just got hurt, and he should be ready for the beginning of the season. But for some reason, I think they're going to be spoiler this year in the AFC. I can see that. I can see that. The, the Colts always have, like, a, like last year, you know, it was a solid team. But it's, you know, the injuries and it's the play of, of luck to see if they can take it to that next level. 
you know, I, I could see that. I mean, I don't think you're, you know, too far out of line on that on that pick. I could see them, you know, doing some good things this year. Yeah, that that's kind of a a weird, not a weird pick, but something to keep an eye on if you're catching odds early in the season. You know, if you're doing online gambling, because you get different odds on different teams and uh, the plus, the over unders on the uh, the wins and stuff. And I, you know, I buy these magazines. You get at the beginning of the season, like I have Lindy's. It's it's right next to me right now, and you can see everybody's schedule. And I'm looking at the Colts, and I'm like, something about these guys. If he stays, if Luck stays healthy, they're going to be a thorn in a lot of teams' asses. Because everybody likes the Chiefs, but I don't. Not because I hate the Chiefs, but uh, there's too many um, prima donnas on that team. They're going to yeah. implode. Yeah, yeah, because it was like the Chiefs kind of came out of nowhere last season. You know, nobody expected them, you know, to go 12-4, and four, you know, going into last season, and nobody thought Mahomes was going to play that good. So I think they're pretty much due for a, you know, I'm not going to say a huge um, – drop, but I don't see them being as good as they were last year. It's hard to, you know, live up to that hype again uh, a second year in a row. Sure, and then there's there's a lot of, um, you know, off-the-field issues with them, so yeah. Yeah. that's usually yeah. where there's smoke, there's fire, so that might that might hurt them. Uh, I did, you know, in, in the blog, which will come out in a few days, I did write about what I thought, you know, the Patriots would do this year. So, and it's pretty obvious what they do every year. But you know, yeah, uh, the yeah. Pat, the Pats are always going to be right there. Uh, but surprisingly, uh, your team, the Jets, I think are going to creep up on people too because uh, Darnold will be in year two. Le'Veon Bell with a year off is going to make a difference with a running game with the Jets. And the only thing I don't like about it, uh, I don't like about the Jets, are um, the passing game. I'm not sure who consistently can help them win games in the passing game, but Le'Veon Bell will help the Jets a lot. And uh, I was, I was telling, and this is no joke either. I'm not, I'm not making a joke here, but I <laughs> talk with my dry, my, no, I'm, I'm talking with my dry cleaner, right? The guy that does all the dry cleaning on my shirts. I was telling him how good I was doing on uh, FanDuel last year, which is online gambling. And he goes, oh, well, what do you think this year? And I said, I'll give you one tip, All right? And the tip is Tom Brady, when he plays in Florida, always loses. And they play early in the season in Miami, okay? And that's the thing. Tom Brady will go into New York and kick the Jets' ass. But he goes down to Miami, he fucking dies, right? Yeah, you're, uh, you're right. That always happens. <laughs> yeah, and it's early in the season. So I was telling him, I'm picking up my shirts the other day, and he's like, oh, are we still doing that, you know, anti-Brady pick? I'm like, yeah, it's like week two. He goes, what should I, what should I bet on that? I got, you, can't, you can't bet till the game comes up because you can't get any odds on that game until, you know. Right. But that, that was my pick because it, it's like – Certain games and certain teams, like the Pats will go into, you know, Giants Stadium, kick the shit out of the Jets. They, they usually do. But they go down to, like, Miami to just lay an egg. It's just very bizarre how teams are. And 
It's like, places, like Brett yeah. Favre would go, like Brett Favre used to play in domes and he always sucked for some reason. Like he couldn't play in domes. Brady's the same way. So, and I think Brady, hold on, let me, let me get my schedule out because I think he's playing in Tampa Bay also. Hold on. And the Patriots do have like the easiest schedule to mankind this year. It is <laughs> unbelievable. I'm looking at this shit. Okay, New England Patriots. I'm looking through Lindy's here. Okay, 2000. Okay, it is week two at Miami. Da, 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 da. No, no, they don't play Tampa Bay, so week two. And okay, the, only, the Jets. Only one Florida trip this year for the Pats. <laughs> <laughs> and let me see the Jets here. All right, what do we got? You got Buffalo at home, Cleveland on a Monday night, then at New England. At Jacksonville. Oh, wow, the Raiders are coming to town. I guess I'll be there. <laughs> Very nice. And you get Pittsburgh at home. A lot of your toughest games are at home. Like Dallas comes here. So you're at Cincinnati. You get Washington is going to suck. Baltimore is going to suck. So it's not It's not a bad, not a bad schedule. Yeah, Buffalo's going to suck, and Philly, who knows what they're going to do. But that AFC East, you know the Pats are going to take that, but Miami's going to suck and Buffalo's going to suck. So you guys are probably going to be in the running for a wild card. I don't like Baltimore this year at all. Uh, they lost too many guys on defense. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. They're always a bunch of drama queens. Uh, Jacksonville has Nick Foles as quarterback. And he's a career backup with, you know, every team. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, had his, he had his good run, you know, with the Eagles, you know, filling in. But obviously, you know, as a full-time starter, you know, it's going to be the old Nick Foles that, you know, got and, him. Yeah, like Nick, Nick Foles, I don't know what he's going to do in the AFC. Mm -hmm. he, he had a very weak uh, weak division. You know, when, when you're in the NFC East, Nick Foles, he gets to play. Washington twice, they suck. Giants twice yeah. suck. They suck. Dallas, who knows what the hell you're going to get. Uh, but the AFC, I'll get to the NFC, but in the AFC, Houston, a lot of people like Houston, but their coach is uh, that O'Brien guy, and where is he from? Like, he's a New England coach. He's yeah, not going yeah, anywhere. He's in that tree, you know? yeah. <laughs> he's got all the talent <laughs> in the world on that team, and he'll go like 10 and 6. Like, fuck Houston. That's another joke of a team. The other team to keep an eye on, because they might want to do like the old geezer ball where Phillip Rivers and the Chargers somehow weasel into the Super Bowl and then play like Drew Brees, you know. So I, I keep thinking, you know, they need like a marquee matchup in the Super Bowl. Andrew as Luck. As, as long as it's not the Patriots. I mean, I, I just do not want to sit through another Patriots Super Bowl again and, and find uh... – you know what it is, too, about the Patriots? They lost Gronkowski, which is a big part of that offense. Uh, they just reinstated Josh Gordon, but who knows what he's... Yeah. He'll fail at drug test. Yeah, how yeah. long would that will last? It'll be week two, and he'll be he'll be Yeah, he'll be pinched. Yep, yeah, and then he's gone. Uh, but that that's a big, big loss. So you, you, you don't add by subtraction. That, that's how I look at it. The Chargers have been the same team for three years running, so this might be a year uh, they take it as far as they can go with that talent. So you might see that in the championship game. I think 
probably the Chargers against the Colts, something like that. Uh, I don't think the Patriots get out of the first round of the playoffs. I, you know, if it's if it's in Foxborough, yeah, of course, because you know we all know yeah, what happens know it is. there. Exactly. <laughs> but I really do. So, so my my little preview, my Jimmy the Greek preview. I, I think it's going to be the Colts or the Chargers, honestly, in the AFC. I, I really do think that, and the teams in the wild card mix will be New England and the Jets. They're going to fight it out for, the, you know, the uh, AFC East, um, KC, and San Diego will be two playoff teams, and I don't know, maybe Pittsburgh. I, I don't like that division at all, like Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, and yeah, I could kind of see Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh getting in. Yeah, like a know, wild just, card. Yeah, or I mean, they'll only win the division just because, you know, they're the best of the worst in, you know, <laughs> that group of teams. Yeah, and then Ro- Roethlisberger's on his last legs, too. And, yeah, Juju, he won me a lot of money last year. Juju Schuster Smith, whatever yeah, his name yeah. is. That guy was great. Now everybody's on to him, and he's no he's no, he's no Antonio Brown, and, uh, and, and especially and especially when you're when he's you know the number two guy, you know. And now he's Antonio number Brown. one. Now he's the number one guy, and we've seen that before, where you know guys can't live up to the hype as the number one. I was gonna I was gonna give you a, a great example of who the Jets brought in a few years ago it was Eric Decker. Yeah. He was like the number two guy in the Broncos. He comes to the Jets and he disappears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens. And and the one, uh, and the legendary one. Well, I don't. I won't say legendary, but the one at least between myself and my friends was uh, was Peerless Price was another one. Off on the Bills. You know, yeah. On the Bills and went to the Falcons as the number one and just you know you know laid an egg over there. Peerless <laughs> Price. Oh wow, that's a good jersey to wear yeah. to a bar. Yeah, you get laughed out of the place. Yeah, like, all right, turn around, get the hell out of here. Go, go, get changed and come yeah. back. Yeah, I watch, I watch uh, the Raiders at a bar in East Rutherford, and I will plug them right now. It's called the Park Tavern, and every time I go there, it's usually the same crew of guys. You got one guy wearing a Lions hat, same guy every year. He's dedicated to the Lions. Got to respect it, right? There's another guy who's a Bengals fan, which you pity him. <laughs> but the bartenders, right? The two guys, the one o'clock game guy, he's a Jets fan. And he's always rolling his eyes the whole time, but he, he pours me stiff drinks, so he's cool. That's good. And then yeah. the guy who comes in at five o'clock is a Browns fan. <laughs> <laughs> and the Browns, man, you know, they're a nice, fashionable pick this year to do things, but I don't trust the Browns. You put a character like. Odell Beckham on that team with a character at quarterback and the dog pound, there's, it's going to be chaos. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, like, I can't even put the Browns in in the playoff picture. I just think, I don't think they can do it this time. They won a lot of lucky games last year, and they'll beat the Steelers this year. I know that. They could probably beat the Steelers. But I, I just don't like them this year at all. There's just something wrong with that franchise. It's just yeah, I, coming from a Raiders fan. Like when you say another franchise sucks, it's like yeah. God, they really must suck, you know? <laughs> it's like 
it's just Fucking jinxed, brown. you know. Yeah, it's just it's just jinxed, you know. It's just like nothing good can, you know, come from them. I mean, but you know, I could be biting my tongue in October. They could be four and zero, but then it's still Beckham and Mayfield on the same field. You know, yeah, something's gotta be got, on something, the same page. Yeah, yeah, something's gonna go wrong, and it's it's Cleveland. So that's why I didn't really mention them in the playoffs. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they'll be a, a decent team, but yeah, I don't see uh, fun to watch. They're gonna be yeah, a lot of fun to watch. I think there'll probably be a lot of close games. You know, with them coming down to the to the wire. I mean, maybe they. I don't. Know, I don't even. I was gonna say maybe they sneak in as a wild card, but I don't think so. I think you know they'll improve on. You know, last year, but I don't yeah, see that. They have uh, the Browns have four prime time games this year, and that's a team that's never on prime time. Yeah. So that makes a huge difference. They're either going to sink or swim with those prime time games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they they beat the Jets on Thursday Night Football last <laughs> year to get their first win of the <laughs> season and a half last year. So uh, that was a uh, that was a that was a rough game to to watch. <laughs> it was two rookie quarterbacks. Somebody's yeah. got to win. You can't get too upset. All right, yeah. we'll get to the the NFC now. The NFC uh, has been eating a lot of shit for the past 15 years in terms of dominant teams. Uh, you've had the Giants win the Super Bowl twice. You had um, Green Bay win. And, but it's basically been the Colts, the Steelers, and the Patriots dominating. So the NFC, uh, especially the NFC uh, East, is such a dog-ass division. You look at those teams straight down, Dallas, and one of my good friends, Dallas for Life, who was on your, uh, your pick and pool, <laughs> who came in second <laughs> last year, and he doesn't want me speaking shit about Dallas <laughs> when I do this interview, but... You gotta be fucking kidding with them. I mean, you gotta. You don't resign uh, Ezekiel Elliott, who's your best player. You got your quarterback looking for forty million bucks. You let Cole Beasley go, the only guy who can really consistently catch a ball, and you expect to get to the playoffs? Get out of here! They're out of their fucking minds. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like they're. They think they are a lot better than. Uh, they really are, especially with not making the moves that you know people are expecting them to make. Yeah, it's just, you don't add by subtraction. And to exactly. me, there's too much subtraction. Uh, the Eagles, Carson Wentz is going to be this starting quarterback. He's going to be hurt, you know, very quickly. So they just signed, and again, I saw this yesterday, and nearly crapped my pants. They brought Josh McCown out of like retirement. Really, I did that. not. I did not see that one. Yeah, I know. Uh... Josh, I, know, yes. I know he had re- retired, you know, after being with the Jets, you know, and they had made so, a big, you know, stink that he retired. But now I, was, I, I did not realize that. I didn't see that one. So Okay, <laughs> so now, now you know. And it's like, wow, they really think he's going to get hurt, which he will. He's, he is, yeah, I like Wentz coming out of college a lot, a lot better than Goff. And um, he does have the injury bug. So I hate saying that. But the Eagles will take that division because Dallas is Dallas. It's Jerry's kids, they're always a joke. Washington, their starting quarterback is going to be Case Keenum. And you've got to be kidding. Sorry. Like, <laughs> like literally, Case Keenum and a rookie, and then Colt McCoy just got hurt yesterday. That's a joke. And then you have the Giants with 
Eli and his yeah, Eli's mess, last they're, they're a mess of the team. The Giants are going to go two and fourteen this year, and then their new quarterback will start by week ten. That's what I feel. So nothing out of NFC East. They're a goddamn joke. Uh, the team really to watch in the NFC, who I think is really kind of another sleeper, is Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy. I don't care what surrounding cast he has. I really Aaron Rodgers is a fucking winner. I don't know what it is, but he can win. And he was at odds with that Mike McCarthy guy for years. And I think he's going to be let loose this year. So I do like them as a little bit of a sleeper. People are not going to really choose them. I do like Green Bay. Minnesota, I think, is going to lay an egg because it's Kirk Cousins. He's just an overrated schnook. Yeah, another one that got big money and has not done and, anything. And, yeah, he puts up stats. And, again, another guy who puts up stats, makes big money, and has the hot wife is Matthew Stafford. The Lions are going to be garbage, too. That's Matt Patricia as the coach. Another another uh, New England disciple. Fuck him. So, you know, that, that team, NFC, the Norris division, you know, they used to call it the North. I like Green Bay to take that for some weird reason. And uh, when the, all the odds come out during the first month of the season, I'm probably going in that direction. So as long as no more injuries happen... Uh, the NFC, uh, what's the next division there? What is it called? The Central or the South or whatever? South, the West. Yeah. South and the West. South and the, the West, South. Yeah. Uh, In the South, you have like Atlanta, Carolina. There's nothing that strikes me as like a dominant team uh, in the NFC South. I'm like, you know, this isn't like like crazy good, but the West. That has Seattle and the Rams. And Seattle, I think, is another one on the, the upswing. And the Rams are on the downswing. They're going to have that, you know, post-Super Bowl. Yeah, they got the Super, Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, the hangover. I do like Seattle again. Uh, anybody who chooses San Francisco to go anywhere, Take your money and donate it to charity. Don't gamble it <laughs> on Jimmy Garoppolo and that team. That's a fucking joke. Um, you know, that's the way I look at it. I'm like, I'm not going to no, bet on these assholes. No, you know? Yeah, no, no, true. Yeah, you could you just put your money towards some uh, some better things than, uh, yeah, than give, get, them. <laughs> yeah, give it to charity. Don't just give it to a bookie. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, the NFC is just not a strong like conference. I'm just looking at these teams. And I'm like, God damn, it's all you know. The NFL was talking about having parity, where all the teams are kind of equal. Uh, with the performance Kyler Murray had the other night, he looked like beyond rookie, and he's like five foot three. <laughs> he can't. Did you see how small he was? Holy cow! Yeah, that yeah, guy I saw on that. Uh, the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! The Buccaneers. Buccaneers are like, that's another screwed up team. Yeah. The Saints. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that, that's it. The Saints. I almost forgot. So, uh, Teddy Bridgewater really laid an egg yesterday. I don't know if so highlights. Or was it today? I'm sorry. Uh, but as long as Breeze stays healthy, that team is going to go yeah. probably yeah, I pretty think the, deep. Yeah, I think the Saints. You know, after you know the letdown. You know, what with the you know, ah, they got robbed so the, hard in the oh. NFC Championship game. And that's why, you know, I think, you know, they they have the chip on their shoulder now, you know, saying, okay, you know, we should have been 
in the Super Bowl last year. So hopefully, you know, they can overcome that and back it up. And I think it's pretty much, you know, like you said, a given. As long as Breeze stays healthy, you know, they have a great team around them. I mean, most definitely they'll be deep into the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's between them and Green Bay. Those are my two, like, main picks in the NFC. I know nobody likes Green Bay, but I, I'm a big Aaron yeah, I mean, Rodgers fan. I can see fan. that. I mean, I mean, I agree with you on the on the Green Bay. You know, with you know, if Rodgers is healthy, I mean, that's the whole thing too. I mean, he's if he's healthy, you know, now that there's no coaching controversy around him and yeah, yeah, you know, that there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff. On. I mean, they've always been, with the exception of this past year, you know, that they they weren't that good. Other than that, they've always been in the hunt in the playoffs, you know, so there's really no reason to expect otherwise that if Rodgers is healthy, there's no drama around the team, that they shouldn't, uh, you know, win the division, get to the playoffs. Yeah, and they have one of the strongest home field advantages. So exactly. That's, that's, so, so now we'll get into the, the gambling side of things because I really lit it on fire last year. I'm patting myself on the back. <laughs> I was really red hot, you know, and I would bring, I was getting like off FanDuel, what we have, both of us in New Jersey is FanDuel, and we can do it off our phones. So I was gambling, and the choice I make with FanDuel is to have checks sent to me, not have it deposited onto a credit card or anything like that. And then I would get the checks in the mail, and I'd bring them to work and go, hey, fuck you guys, look at this check. You know, Holy <laughs> shit, you won again? You know, I'm like, God damn, yeah, it was either Juju or the Raiders covering yeah, or something. You know, it was like, look, every fucking time. Uh, but from gambling standpoint, never bet against the Patriots at home. They will cover the spread. And if they don't take that, see, the thing is, with gambling, and I learned this from my old man years ago, you can't look at individual teams and individual games in the NFL. You have to look at, is it, can a team go 7-1 and one at home? In baseball, can a team win 3-4 or four at home? That's how you win money. You have to look at the, the big picture, not, not the get-rich-quick schemes. So I say, you know, certain teams, if they can go 7-1 and one at home, like the Patriots, they go seven and one at home. They're going to cover all those wins. If it's like 11, 12 points, they always cover. It's the Patriots. It's just the way it is. Uh, but other teams, it's really tough to to gamble until about the fifth week of the season, because the first the first month everything's crazy. Nobody yeah, it's knows a lot of where. Unknowns. Yeah, it's... you don't know where the teams are coming from. But once you know, like teams settle down. You see where everybody's going, and the Patriots are always a given early in the season. The game they will lose is in Miami. So whoever who, to I don't know how many people listen to the podcast or anything, but week two, Tom Brady in Miami, he's going to take a shit. You'll see. <laughs> he can. Uh, that's kind of like the crude, uh, you know, safe bet right there with that one, saying you know go against Brady in Miami. Okay, there's only one. There's only one thing that'll derail that. That is like torrential rains. Then all bets are off. Right. No, yeah. no, no, nobody plays in the slop. I don't care who you are. It's like yeah. horses. You don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be betting on uh, that. Yeah, if it comes down to that, and it's you know torrential downpour in Miami, it's like you know just 
take a step back, you know, bet on uh, bet on something different. <laughs> and uh, another thing with gambling too, I know because a lot of people who hit your website, they like cheap booze and they probably like to gamble too. Yeah, yeah. And I've been doing this a long time. Uh, prop bets and the prop bets are the stuff on like wide receivers gaining a certain amount of yards running backs you know stuff like that and with prop bets you really have to look by about week two that's how you know if some guy is going to be the focal point of an offense you watch week one if somebody has a hot week one and they threw to him 10 times but he only got 50 yards they still threw to him 10 times. He's, right. Okay, that's kind of a, a weird little sleeper thing that you notice, or that I notice. Uh, he's in the plans, right? Yeah, yeah you got to watch the targets, yeah, and see. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you just kind of look at little things like that. That's how I got onto Juju uh, last year, because he started out like, I think it was like, will he gain 50 yards? It took him, boom, he hits, he hits like 100 well, he gained 65, yeah, he, he hit 100 again. He kept hitting 100 yards every fucking week. <laughs> and I won like five weeks in a row. I'm like, yes, because A.B. was, uh, Antonio Bryant was always double covered. And he was hurt a little bit last year. But Roethlisberger was still targeting A.B., but he was going towards Juju a little bit more. So I, I noticed that. So look at targets. It's really big the first couple of weeks, and you'll know what their what their ultimate game plans are. Yeah, like you said, it's those those first couple of weeks of the season are tough to you know place your bets and figure out. Okay, because I mean, how many times have we seen you know week one some huge upset of a team that you know out of nowhere you know has this big game and then the next week you know lays an egg so it's like yeah with, know, I, with pick them and anybody who hits like a a 16 and 0 on week one is usually a girl or just a psychopath it's really tough <laughs> it is it's, yeah. it, it's the toughest thing in the world if you hit 10 of 16 it did real good you know so like, don't be bragging I hit 16 to 16 if you didn't have money on it. It's just like, you're a psychopath, you're a nutcase if you hit yeah. that. It's like, you just took shit for the sake of taking shit. Right. Well, the yeah. rest of us are just going by logic. And then you find out there is no logic on week one. It's, uh, it's no, a wild west. No. Yeah, it's just, you know, just, you know, pick it out of a hat and be like, all right, you know, <laughs> I think, you know, I think they'll win, but it's like <laughs> you you really you don't know and, and that's the I mean that's the fun of it too, you know, is you know just saying, you know, just don't anybody out there who's placing the bets, you know, don't, you know, bet the bet the house on, you know, any any week one games. I think that's the Oh, that that's the, the that's, moral, that's moral advice story. for you. Cause you just got a new house, so yeah. yeah, don't 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 be betting the house. Not yeah. even, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, another thing is because, you know, I go to AC and shit. They got really good Atlantic City for those not in New Jersey. Uh, they have really good sports books now in AC at the Trop, at the Hard Rock and everything. Uh, just beautiful places to sit down and gamble and watch games. So the other thing is uh, with Atlantic City is you get great deals on Sunday nights. Uh, I get them free, but... Uh, you pay $20 for a beautiful room and you can sit there, get plastered and just run up to your room and vomit, you know? <laughs> it's a good deal. 
So I'm just, I, I just started noticing that. I'm like, ah, I can do FanDuel off my phone or I can go and uh, just shoot down the parkway for a two-hour drive and yeah, gamble. Have some, yeah, gamble, have some drinks, watch some football, oh, but I, and hopefully I will get warn, to win some money. Yeah, I will warn everybody, there's a lot of Eagles fans down there. Yeah, yeah, oh. once you hit, yeah, once you hit south, uh, yeah, south yeah. Jersey, that's where they uh, they all come out of the. Uh, so the, when you're I mean, sitting, you're so close to Philly, so I mean, it makes it's it's logical, it makes sense, but. I was you know, sitting, but, yeah, I remember I was sitting in uh, Harris one time, and then the, every it's like the Eagles on every channel. I'm like, will you put the fucking Raider game on? Well, everybody's an Eagle fan here. I'm like, fuck the goddamn Eagles. <laughs> and you don't. That's one thing you don't want to say down there, because yeah. you're gonna get. I mean, literally, you might get in the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, uh, we know the reputation that a lot of uh, Eagles fans have. You know, just from seeing, you know, what's gone gone down at uh, in Philadelphia. So. <laughs> so I will. Yeah, I so, actually so went be, to the be vet. Safe, be safe out there. I'm a vet of the vet from like 30 years ago. The old vet, man. Ooh, that was rough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for you, I mean, you, you, you were there and you lived it. I mean, I've heard the stories of. Yeah, like when Randall Cunningham was quarterback. My friend had tickets because he was a Giants fan, and this is when Phil Simms was quarterback. We went down there, and it was not – you really didn't want to be wearing Giants blue. I could tell you that. They would they would fight you. and we, we were not wimps or anything, but, man, those guys are psychotic in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. This is just a difference between, you know, you know – fighting somebody and like you said like the the psychotic uh, <laughs> uh people that will take it to that you know next level uh, actually really i know with. i might i may have said this before on one of the previous podcasts but uh when i watch football at the park tavern in east rutherford the only fans who want to fight me are usually the pittsburgh Steelers fans because they really are like psycho about like the Steelers. They're, they're the kind of guys who buy one beer for the three-hour game, you know? Yeah, yeah just milking it, yeah. <laughs> and then if the Steelers lose, they're really pissed. And then, of course, I got to rub it in about their quarterback and, <laughs> you know, and fuck, man, I don't know how many times. I, I'm lucky to have some backup. I have a couple friends with me, but those are the guys who really want to fight. I don't know why. It's like, what are you so bitter for? You got six fucking rings. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like some of us here that are, you know, you know. You got one ring, I got three. Cowboys have four. Right. Right. And haven't had any, you know, in any modern history, you know, it's all. Yeah, look at the teams who've never been to the Super Bowl. I mean, there's teams never been. The fucking Lions. That guy in the Lions hat. I've never seen him throw a punch, and his team sucks. Every week I see him, you know? You know what? On week one, I'm gonna go buy him a drink. Go, dude. I mentioned you on a podcast. Here, whatever you want. Yeah. See, I see crew doing the. the you gotta do with, the humanity, with right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You know, being a nice guy. You know, spreading the spreading the good word. You know, we're having we're having a good time. We're we're just here to have some drinks, have have some fun. You know, no need well, to you, you know. When get you're the only Raider fan in the bar. You know, and you're half a mile from Giants Stadium and all the Jet fans come in, you kind of sink lower in your seat because, you know, <laughs> some shit's coming your direction, you know? Yeah. But I, t- I take it every week. I don't back yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, that's the name of the game is, you know, you know, talking shit and, you know, you know, having fun, you know, watching the games and, you know, talking trash. And, you know, it's just those assholes that like to take it to the, 
to the next level, which is <laughs> unnecessary, but for whatever reason, that's what they think they need to do. That's what they do. Yeah. So how many people are signed up right now, and how many right. more do you need? All right, we got, let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got ten signed up in the bumwinebob.com NFL page right Damn. now. We got ten. We still have two more that haven't signed up yet. The the IWS radio crew hasn't officially signed up yet, but they told me they will be. So that's oh, Matt and Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, the, wow. Uh, I mean, Casually. Been, yeah, well, they've been kind of running the, uh, you know, the league over the past oh, they, uh, few years, you know. With yeah, they're too victories. cool now to do it. Yeah, I yeah. get it. They're too cool. I get yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're waiting to the last minute to, you know, to sign up. I asked them uh, yesterday. I said, hey, you guys signing up? They said, yeah, well, we'll be there. So, you know, that's uh, two more people. So that's, that's wow, 12. Well, this is going to be a battle to, like, the death. Yeah, so we got, um, and there's still room for anybody else out there that wants to be a part of it. I know I did talk to a few more people. I'll, I'll give a special shout out, uh, to our friends from, uh, the Everyone Has a Sports Podcast. Uh, we did a promo for them, uh, a few weeks back, so we'll give them another shout out, um, uh, to Nate and the gang over there who I said that the three of them could could join the league uh he said they would look into it so that's three more so that's 15 if they sign up there so we got a nice uh a nice group uh of people joining the uh the pick'em league this year shit that's the most ever isn't it yeah i think that might be up there i think we had might have been 15 last year or the year before so uh yeah you know word travels you know and you never know you win the league there's always a chance you might get a uh, a prize. You never know. You won't know unless you play. Ah, so that uh, you got to put some incentive in this, so nobody half-asses it. Yeah, well, I mean, there was uh, I when uh, when Jay from uh, IWS Radio won uh, a couple years ago, I sent him some bum wine Bob koozies. So some koozies. So what I go. have, you never what know. I have sitting in my bedroom here, and it's in my hand right now is I have an empty bottle of uh, 375 Thunderbird sitting right next to my nightstand. So we can send an empty bottle of Thunderbird. <laughs> see, see, I mean... <laughs> hey, Actually, there's still collect- something in here. Wow, no, okay. They, they, <laughs> you got to savor that, savor that last sip that's been sitting in there. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave it there. You know, you can use that as a prize. You want to win a Thunderbird bottle? Yeah, and no see. putting it on eBay. Yeah, exactly. If you win this prize, this is for you to... To enjoy yourself, so yeah, I've been saving the bottles. Like I can't throw them out. I have the night train bottle. I'm like, God damn, I can't throw these things out. Yeah, you have. Yeah, now that you never know when you'll come across them again. You have to keep it. It's a even if it's empty, it's still a collector's item. Uh, to some people, but I, I just hate to say I hate to see it. I'm like uh, eBay. Yeah. You know, I got this eBay eBay phobia because, like, when I got divorced or when my shit went down, like, 18 years ago, I was trying to buy all my stuff back because my ex-wife sold it all. So I'd go onto eBay and find my stuff, you know? And I'm buying my own shit back on eBay. Right. <laughs> True story. Yeah, yeah no, and so now I, I get it why you don't want to turn around and, you know, see it 
on anything on eBay these days that, you know. Now you get it, yeah. yeah. I've had all my shit <laughs> sold and i got to buy it all back. It, it, all, it all makes sense. It makes sense now. <laughs> but, but yeah, when we were talking about the Pick'em League here, you know, there's still time to sign up. You have until five minutes before uh, the Thursday first game night. of week one. And, and even technically, if you wanted to, you know, Take forfeit a your pick yeah. for, for that game, you have until five minutes before the uh, one o'clock games week one of uh, the season. So, you know, join the league, have some fun. It's just straight up pick them, no spreads, no points. It's just who do you think is going to win the game? You know, we, we dumb it down for you know, everybody. Keep it, keep it basic. Because uh, as we said before, you know, the attention spans of, you know, people these days of adolescence uh, yeah. yeah so they just want to go down the list and just pick which team they think uh will win uh but yeah you know join the group it's on it's on yahoo group id 4615 and the password for the group is bobcat 2019 it'll be a good time talk some trash you know converse with everybody on uh on twitter about it you know all that all that fun trash talking that goes into and there's, all sorts there's of There's no betting. giving up. There's no giving up either because you got to keep going right to the end because the hardest thing in the world is to go like 16 and 0. So always strive for that. Because then you'll have bragging rights. Exactly. If you can get that perfect week, then we'll, we'll you can get lose. something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah. I got a perfect week. Fuck you. Yeah, and and if you do get a perfect week, we'll we'll get a special treat out to you. So, a, a little more incentive for everybody out there. Oh, I want to I want to give uh, one little shout out to my uh, my uh, fairy who flies in the sky. She knows what I'm talking about, and I know she's going to be listening when this posts. So. I just wanted to say that. Right, She's hey. a, I, can't, I can't use I can't use names. So. I know, I know. You got to be uh, incognito, and it's like yeah. you know who you are if you hear this. So. Yeah, she, she knows how I'm talking about. Yes. So, so she's a Steelers fan. I can't hold it against her. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're, yeah, you're. Uh... Yeah, it was always a weird day if uh, both games were on. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, something's got to give. And it was usually the Raiders losing, so Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So so what's your, your final prediction? I know if you had to go one Super Bowl matchup, who would you who would you uh who would you pick for the big game this year? Okay, seeing this is the <clears throat> almost the third week of August, I in the NFC I think it'll be Drew Brees and the Saints. And in the AFC, I got I, for some reason I think this is Philip Rivers' year. I think the Chargers. Nice. And who wins? And who wins that? I, I you know what? I go with the Chargers. Oh well, okay, Chargers. I, I, I don't. Saints, I don't yeah. know why I'm saying it's that. Tough. I just think they have the most consistent team. And Breeze has already got a ring, so who's hungrier? You know, yeah. so. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's the Chargers every single year are always in the mix. They just can't get over that that hump. And I was going to say, uh, I'm going with you on the Saints side. I think uh, 
Saints definitely in the uh, NFC, and I was kind of leaning towards the the Chargers as well. At, at first, I was I had you know the Chiefs would be the trendy pick, but like we said before, you know this all that other drama around them and I don't see them living up to the the hype because that's kind of if if you're not picking the Patriots the Chiefs are probably the next team that a lot of people are going to be betting on this year but I'm kind of with you with the uh, with the Chargers I think you can see uh, a Saints Chargers you know Super Bowl matchup and I think I would I think I would pick the the Saints over the the Chargers to win in that one so where's the game being played I believe it's in uh I didn't Miami. Even know that. I think Is it Miami? Miami. Yeah, I think I looked the other day. I think it was at the um the Hard Rock Stadium in uh Atlanta in uh, Miami. Is it really? I believe so. Outdoors, I go with the Chargers. <clears throat> yeah, On grass. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah. know because yeah, breeze. Breeze has always grass. been in the dome. Yeah, yeah. It's always that Saints and grass are never as good as the Saints in the dome. So, so oh, it'll be see. interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, see if we are correct, you know, when uh, February 2nd, 2020 rolls around or if by week four both of us are, you know, totally wrong and <laughs> it's somebody, you know, out of nowhere that is uh, – and you can go Take back and edit this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, say, so, oh, yeah, we just had to do some tweaking on it there. And no, we were right. We picked the uh, Super Bowl, you know, months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Crude, thanks again for coming on the show, chatting. Always a good time to to talk. Uh, with thanks you for and, having and me late on a Sunday. Uh, it is Sunday. We're taping this. Uh, it's a Sunday night. No. You know, we're we're getting ready for the season. We're getting pumped up here. You know, any uh, any final uh, words you want to give to the uh, the listeners out there? Final words? Uh, may you win all your bets. Good luck. There, there you go. All right. Well, <clears throat> you know where to find Crude every Tuesday at bumwinebob.com. The Crude Experience, a wide variety of topics this man covers <laughs> it's football one week it's it's life and the trials and tribulations to go along with it expect the unexpected week. It, exactly and that's what people will always say and when i always tell people i say hey you want to you know do a post on the on the website and they're like oh well i don't know what i'm gonna write about this and that and i'm like look look at crude stuff I'm like, you can write about anything you want. You want to get off your chest, you know, it's your own personal, you know, diary or, you know, it's like going to a shrink to just let out all your your feelings. I'm like, I'm like, yes, you know, we, we love booze and cheap booze, but, you know, there's, there's more to it than that. So I kind of use you as the... You know, the poster child of, you know, this is what sure. you could do. <laughs> you know what it is? Tell the truth and have fun with it, and that's it. Yeah, so, so there he is, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Captain Crude. Sign up for the NFL Pick'em League. Maybe you can win some prizes. You won't know unless you, you play, so... 
All right, sounds I'll, uh, good. So uh, everybody, my, uh, good luck. Yes, good luck, and we'll be uh, chatting with you on the flip side. All right, cheers. All right, cheers, brother.